1: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. But we are a sub here to make things make sense.
2: Today, we're talking about solar panels. We just got some installed in our house, so we're going to go through the physics of how they work, what actually happens when you put them on your home, and whether solar panels are going to save the planet. Save our planet. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Was that a harmony? Uh, maybe. I was... Let's do it again. Dun. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess two notes is technically a harmony. Regardless. All two notes? No. Really? yeah. Yeah, Every just, single note, to, but can it be wrong? There's no such thing as wrong, Greg. That is like, um, wow, you know, a perspective on music. Some people love dissonance, dissonance can create an emotion, create a feeling. You know, it is not wrong if it's your intention. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and so is art, and so is music. All those things, it's like that is still a harmony. Know what? sucks science we are a beauty
0: and art podcast <laughs> i'm kidding no, science is no, science our art amazing. is science science can explain art sometimes like how your eyes work and like complementary colors they there's a reason
2: they work well together totally and art i think inspires even science right like there's so many parts of culture that are created through art that inspire scientists to explore Art gives us the imagination with which through we explore the universe, and I do think solar <laughs> solar panels kind of are an art. And As... Lord's new album, Solar, solar. <laughs> Power. Okay, oh, oh, oh. oh, oh, oh. oh, honest review. Wow, I know that's I, your other podcast,
0: technically, but I'm yeah. <laughs> subscribe to Can I Speak to the Manager podcast to hear me talk about. People's careers I want to manage. We did Lord recently. Okay, I'll on collect for a while. that
2: check for the free promo after the show.
0: Um, <laughs> I s- slip you a five dollar bill. <laughs> I when I heard the solar power, I love Lord. That Lord, Lord with an E is the Lord that I praise. And <laughs> I heard solar power, and I was like, Does it? And then I heard you were like, What? Like that's it. Oh, that's it. That's it. And then I heard Stone at the Nail Salon, and I was like, that's it. And then I heard Mood Ring, and I was like, what? And then I heard the album, and I fell absolutely in love. I'm obsessed with Mood Ring now. (laughs) I didn't really fall in love with Solar Power, but I love Fallen Fruit. I freaking love The Path. I danced yesterday. I turned off Just Dance and just danced to Lord, and got my... And I got my what did drag queen say? I I felt my biscuits or whatever, <laughs>
1: <laughs> felt what? my oats. my like barley, Oaks, yeah, not my, my flaxseed.
0: <laughs> um, so I'm I'm like honestly I'm up to eight to nine out of ten uh, of an album
2: for for Solar Power by Lord. Okay, you heard it here first, folks. Or wait, did you already do Lord? I don't listen to your podcast. I'm that really sorry, is such a drag. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't listen to any podcast even our own <laughs> okay wow mitchell i don't have time okay well, let's
0: get into what did we learned this week <laughs> <laughs> oh what did we learn this week <sighs> drag me to the core of thine earth no i it's my, no b- my other podcast is so fun and sometimes i'm like you should listen to it because you're like you'll be like Who's Rita aura I'm like I have a podcast no one where, knows who Rita where I is. study her
2: and decide what <laughs> she should do to come back. No one knows Rita Aura. That is a bad example. I you even know my favorite podcast? I rarely listen to. I'm like literally seven or eight episodes behind on poog Okay, true. I haven't Everyone listened all summer. To poog. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to go first because we are sitting and mine is about sitting and how it kills you. Oh God, not this um, again. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all probably sitting, listening to this. Maybe some of you are on a run and that's amazing. If you can listen to a podcast while you're on a run, I like, re- listen to podcasts while running also while doing do you dishes. you actually,
0: actually oh, listen to podcasts well, dishes mostly is not, not that
2: Dishes is not that surprising. I meant I would feel a lot of people use music to run with.
0: Yeah. No, I'm just
2: saying, I don't think I listen to podcasts in the town that often, except in a car. In a car is what I always picturing. Continue. I have a friend she might be listening to this she used to not realize you could get podcasts not on your computer so she would literally download them on her desktop and stare at it sit there and listen (laughs) Jess this is for you as if it was the 1930s and they were sitting around a radio a weird radio that looked like a horn Uh, okay so about sitting so you know how we've you know we even have a video on the detriments of sitting and how it impacts your health studies have found it can damage your heart your brain increase risk of most causes of death so sitting for extended (laughs) periods of time is not healthy and that's not a drag or a read because we are constantly sitting so i'm always thinking about this and we have some videos about even just standing up and and movement and how that plays a role but a new study came out a meta-analysis that found out a way you can offset this so they looked at over 44,000 people and i think nine different studies and the question was for people who have a very sedentary life like us, so if you sit in an office all day, is there, um, wait, what, what if you're active outside of that sedentary life? Yeah. Right? Because some people are not necessarily super active, but they might be in a job like being a teacher where you're standing all day, you're moving around. And so the question is, can you counterbalance a life of sitting down? Does the question make sense? Yeah, like if I go for a run in the morning, it's that like counterbalance the fact that I sit all day. Yeah, or are you just screwed because you sit all day? So people who are not, aren't are necessarily super active but are not sedentary are typically healthier. So obviously. teachers, healthcare yeah. workers, if you work, on their feet. If you feet. work on your feet and you're not sitting all day, you're generally healthier than somebody who's sitting. But the research found that if you sit for 10 hours a day, doing moderate to intense physical activity for around 30 to 40 minutes a day is enough to <gasps> counteract it. I just got a semi-hard chubchuck in my pants. <laughs> so when I feel like I do that, when that's all like I need people to hear. like us do that, <laughs> your risk of death becomes about the same as somebody who does not have a sedentary lifestyle, but like does a not healthcare necessarily, worker, or teacher, yeah, but who does not necessarily work out for okay. 30 to 40 minutes so a okay. So you work
0: out to thirty-four minutes a day, sit for ten hours, is similar to teacher who's always on their feet, Correct. Who doesn't
2: work out in terms of like risk of body and health issues. And you know it is as a science study. There's obviously lots of parameters. All that was a lot of people it was a meta-analysis that's our favorite that's a
0: favorite that's the best word to hear science communicators (laughs) gonna be like well it's a
2: meta-analysis that's an analysis (laughs) of many studies if you must know what that is so anyway we sit too much and we need to counteract it it said moderate to intense exercise so they did they ultimately were like you need to be sweating okay cool cool i'm gonna keep running okay. <laughs> there is a storm coming is it really yeah it'll be really storms cool are coming annie in that like, movie
0: annie no you can't it's star wars <laughs> oh yeah no i can't i'm like annie you gave it away storms are coming annie <laughs> uh, okay what'd you learn so mine actually relates a little bit to solar panels because now that we have solar panels on our roof i'm becoming sort of a little bit like obsessed with like how the heck does this work because all of the power in our house we'll get to it in detail later is coming from like these weird like glass things and it's just like so <laughs> interesting and we've learned a lot about electricity this summer for the show that we're making and it's just like electricity is so freaking confusing <laughs> but so, so cool. cool yeah and so this is a study i read that i'm like i finally think i kind of understand it and i probably won't even be able to explain it to you properly It's so confusing but <laughs> Great. <laughs> Scientists recently created thermoelectric 3D printed ink.
2: Thermoelectric 3D printed ink. Okay. As yes. in they could maybe 3D print solar panels.
0: Okay. So what they're thinking is they could 3D print this ink on the exhaust pipe of gasoline cars that could... that could create oh, thermo electricity thermoelectric yeah as so it's thermoelectric the and they could put them in chimneys and like like factory chimneys and oh it's like all where, those chimneys <laughs> no like the like i guess people in the chimneys. mitigating the climate crisis where there's still all these annoying factories yeah. that are still happening like there's a way that we can actually coat any place where there's a lot of heat with this ink to create a bunch of extra electricity mm-hmm. and essentially thermoelectricity is so weird and i learned about this on our show which is that like the gradient of, he- like, heat moving from a hot place to a cold place, depending on if it's, like, made of semiconductors, like, certain substances, can actually push electrons in one direction and create electricity. Oh,
2: my God. Oh, right. So, just the movement of heat, if we can capitalize on the fact that heat exists in higher quantities in some places, they yeah. think they might as well use that. Then you that might as well car. be using
0: it for electricity. But it's, like, mm. always been really confusing because... Like, it needs to happen Science on a small hard. scale. <laughs> and so this 3D printed ink is, like, essentially just, like, 1.4 millimeter columns is kind of what it ends up being. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's made of tellurium and lead. Those are your, like, semiconductors attached to silicon because, like, as we get to solar panels, silicones. The balls of all this stuff is essentially just sand that's like melted. But anyways, So like if you can create these sort of semiconductors in these specific columns, you can actually get this electricity just from the fact that there's like intense heat coming out of a certain place and the cold side is just like the opposite side of it. But the other reason they think this is important is for the future when we're all using like wearable technology, this could mitigate the use of batteries. And essentially, like sensors and things that are, that are, they think are going to be a big part of like wearables, mm-hmm. you wouldn't even need a battery. You could just use these- your like your body heat. It, this would actually be the heat of being outside. Oh, okay. Mixed with your body heat, or your body, like it would depend on if it was really hot or really cold. Like so if it was using Canada using that in the winter, as a
2: source of energy, yeah. as opposed to needing to batteries. Even batteries. Mm. Yeah, oh. I know. It's. I mean, it's all
0: very new. It came out like literally days ago. But I was just like obsessed. It with came out, or what does
2: it mean? It came out like a study the on study, it, or? like the, oh, okay. the proof of They haven't of like released this substance into the world. Or no, something but
0: or? there, there's like a um, a company in Germany that's going to start like producing it. Um, like four. as like
2: a consumer product potential or probably like well, four like companies for like, or are like, yeah, producing like 3M it for or something okay. like that right right company. Well, well, that's cool. Yeah, it's so. I always, I want to like look back ten years ago and like think about the things that we heard would happen and see if they've come along. I'm so curious how long a technology like that takes to get into like circulation of consumer yeah. products,
0: or if it ever even will. Right, like they
2: true. Like Some things come and, and go, like, oh, and, there's and there's other them. techs come along and that yeah. are way more efficient or just yeah. smarter. Like that the it,
0: semiconductor columns might right. be what the science leads to something else. Even wearable technology, sure. and just like when's that happening because like everyone's been talking about for years people
2: pretend it is already happening they're like my apple watch it can catch my heartbeat like, i mean and- i guess that's actually kind of true <laughs> no it is i actually want i actually want that Oh um, yeah but then i just read how they're actually like not that accurate it's like if you buy a bunch of them maybe we can make a video of this and they all track differently like you can test them and, oh, God, and there's just so- discrepancies obviously they're not so wrong but even with uh, step counters like different ones will they're guesstimating how far you're walking right so my apple watch it's would still not useful know as a reference point i think what but. i
0: was doing for just dance i'd be like this guy's flailing everywhere now. oh I, true
2: <laughs> but your heart rate it would catch your heart rate
0: and be like okay you're working out speaking of wearables though we're getting solar panels there's like a very popular thing
2: in and we're gonna China. wear them <laughs> what i was like and we're gonna wear them <laughs> what you said speaking of wearables we're getting we got solar
0: panels no you did not let me finish oh no i'm saying in china it's very popular to be using umbrellas during the day that are solar panels that hook up to your phone to charge your phone like because of the heat that people want to hide from the sun mm-hmm. there's a, like a really popular company i forgot what it's called that makes umbrellas of solar panels that then charge their phone cool so that's like a wearable isn't it
2: that doesn't seem a wearable to me. Oh, because but. it's just like every once in a while you hold. What <laughs> is a wearable? more like a holdable. Oh, so wearable to you is, it has to be like in your skin. Yeah, it's got to be on you.
0: Oh, I'm picturing, I'm picturing clothes. That's wearable. Yeah. So is an umbrella not a <laughs> Would you call an umbrella clothes? <laughs> I mean, <I'm> it's <laughs> an accessory, but like a watch is a wearable. Apparently, Glasses are a wearable. Apparently you're considered a cyborg if you use a hammer because it's like okay extension <laughs> of your hand. <laughs> cool. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll take a about. little break, and then we're going to talk about solar power. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. We are obsessed with BetterHelp because we are obsessed with therapy. We are constantly, I know, bringing it up on this podcast, bringing it up in our lives. Every conversation with my friends, I'm like, well, you know, in therapy, I learned this. Ding! So today, we want to talk about BetterHelp because... BetterHelp will assess your personal needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist that you can start communicating with in under 48 hours. The counseling is done online it's secure it's available available worldwide across the dang globe and you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. You don't have to worry about lines or commuting or when sitting in the waiting room or like having to wear a mask in the waiting room for example but you can log on to your computer or your phone or account anytime anywhere and send a message to your counselor and get time and thoughtful responses, it just makes therapy easier essentially. BetterHelp lets you change counselors at any time so you'll always get a great therapeutic match and it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling with financial aid available. Head to betterhelp.com slash sidenote to get 10% off your first month. This also helps our show by doing this and showing that you know, you listen to us and like you want to join therapy. Okay, <laughs> And you can join over a million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of experienced professionals. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash sidenote
1: Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Study,
2: Study, Study time. Study
1: time. Study time.
2: So. <laughs> we
3: aren't even that.
2: Solar panels. Panels. Damn it. <laughs> um, We just got solar panels and they officially are finally hooked up and our house is off the grid. Yeah. How does it feel? It feels. That's why I
0: wanted to do this episode because I'm like, it feels too good to be true. Like, or it's just like, it's wild. The light that's coming on my face right now is from
2: the sun's power. Okay. I mean, it's <laughs> okay. actually, it is. It's a little confusing and misleading because obviously in a big city, you tie into a grid and you give power to that grid. Any power, any power, we're using while the solar is like while the sun's hitting the solar and if we have lights on or anything it will automatically use that but any extra goes to the city and then we still are pulling from the grid to but we enter the battery, battery. what into the battery at the side of our house that's not a battery what no we don't there's no battery wait so at night what happens we're running off the city's power. Are you
0: cereal? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a matter. It was a big giant thing beside us. That's just how it calibrates <laughs> oh like the my information. God. <laughs> okay, wow. So you're learning Luckily, in real time what is going on. Wait, I so at night we're oh but but okay, whoa. You're gonna like watch <laughs> us really figure this out <laughs> on the spot. Ninety seven percent of our energy can now come from our solar panels. Mm. If we were to conserve a little bit more energy, we will 100% be off the grid. But is that not true because at night we're not using it? It has to the energy has to be stored in a battery if at night we're using lights.
2: No, we're using the grid power. That's why, for example, example, solar power in and of itself isn't sufficient until until battery power becomes or battery capacity becomes better. It's not the best way to do it. So, and I might be slightly wrong, but I'm pretty sure the power that goes into the city gets used elsewhere.
3: Gotcha. So it's it's instantaneous. It's way cheaper
2: for them to give the power through solar while it's there than to pay for infrastructure for batteries. Luckily, where we live is like extremely green energy in the first place. Like I think maybe 70% of Ontario's, energy grid comes from renewables. Is that true? Yeah, no,
0: Ontario is one of the greenest places. Yes. Yeah, so no we burnt.
2: are still using that grid. And so that is perhaps a flaw in terms of even if people get solar power, you still need to be set up to the grid. Otherwise when there wasn't sun you wouldn't have power or where there wasn't wind. You need like that those backup things.
0: So right? how come they can say that we're off the grid because what happens is during the day we're giving so much more back to the
2: grid that it nets yeah, zero. I mean, we are not off the grid because we live in a city and our house is still connected to the grid
0: and we don't have but, a battery
2: to store. The and we don't have a battery and people would be like off the grid when they're outside of a city and they actually either have battery capacity or just able to create their own needs and literally disconnect. But the city had to come to our house and, and install a new meter because when they and most cities are like this they install these meters that only read how much power is coming in so they had to update meters so anyone who has solar now at least in toronto but i assume everywhere else in the world has to get a new meter that can also calculate the power that's leaving the house and so they and that's say what they subsidize you with
0: yeah and so they say because during the day you're giving so much more back to the grid that in the end you are net zero because at night when yeah. they're giving us the lights to use at night they're like well during the day you yeah produced you gave us it's like power. the average
2: house gives something like gotcha. 20 kilowatt hours i don't know the wow i
0: literally walked by my friends the other day and like smacked that thing it was like this big old battery right here <laughs> <laughs> it's like nope that's no, just that the is infrastructure but
2: i think that is where a lot of um <laughs> renewable technology is moving is battery capacity is so key if we can make amazing batteries that are efficient and cheap then it's worth it to store the energy yeah okay so
0: first we're going to explain electricity is and then we're going to explain how solar panels work and then we're going to explain whether or not they're going to save us and obviously the answer is no because we were just like (laughs) we need lots of other things that night we'd be screwed so so electricity is essentially the flow of electrons if you can force electrons in we're going to stick with DC current, direct current for now. In one direction, the flow of the electrons through something like a copper wire can turn a light bulb on. For example, a light bulb, it would be like an older light bulb because it changes to a new substance where the electrons actually start to slow down and collide and create light. But amazingly, we've made all these appliances where the flow of electrons is utilized
2: to do whatever it is. It You're, blows it, it my blows, mind. blows like... I don't think I've ever My fully understand electric understood electricity, but then realizing like it literally everything it's we're so doing right now. We have a light, crazy. we have a camera, we have mics, we have this box, we have laptops and <laughs> tablets. Like the basis of all of them is the movement of electrons and that exist on atoms.
0: Yeah. And it's also just like it also, the climate crisis is an electricity crisis. Like, The link between the knowledge of electricity is so important in the climate crisis. I feel like I was just like talking about the climate crisis forever, not fully understanding what electricity is. And then you start to learn, you're like, oh, my God, it's just like we're burning fossil fuels to create steam, to move turbines that move batteries, to push electrons around (laughs) so that we can all power our computer and phone it's just like it's crazy you're like what the hell systems are we living in like they're amazing and also historically
2: how sort of new it is like we live in like all almost all of human existence didn't have electricity there may have been at points rudimentary ideas and forms of it but like we tend to think of human existence in our own little bubble but you go back not that far and it's like everything we interact with in our lives now is, at the base of it, electrical. Also, everything. imagine. I wake up, I brush my teeth in an electric toothbrush. I, like, have a shaver, I have a whatever. Like, I just, there's a TV, there's a toaster, there's a fridge. The Deldo. <laughs> everything we <laughs> the do. The Every light bulb, everything in our house. My phone, my whatever. It's just like, to think of a world without electricity is pretty wild. Also, people before
0: electricity, if you were, like, So, there's these things called electrons. Like, immediately, they'd be like, what? You know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, yeah, things are made of atoms. (laughs) And in the middle of the atoms, there's protons and neutrons. And around them are electrons. We have to get into the quantum realm to really understand it. But (laughs) those electrons in the outer shell, if you can move them in one direction, you can watch a TV show. They'd be like, what the (laughs) hell are you even talking about? And, like, why would you even want to watch a TV?
2: Like, it's just like, we are just so... And I'm going to be like, I also don't understand it fully. You oh, my God. I mean to think that we live in this time and I'm like, I kind of get like electricity and power. But then when you convert it into other elements like, like a TV, sound
0: or sound like I'm a speaker, like, a headphone is
2: happening through this mic into this box into a card that we put on our computer that we then edit and then we put on the Internet and it's sound in your ears. Also, across the world, when you're looking <laughs> this up. People wires. do
0: not know how to explain it. No, like, I know. There's a Every really video. interesting moment where it's like, it's we can explain that electrons move in one direction and that creates electricity. But whenever there's like that moment where you have to try and understand how that movement of electrons, for example, creates a Netflix show that your eyes watch <laughs> with your right perfect sound that was filmed the day that it was filmed people just like glance over it and they're like, well, thanks for watching. Make sure you subscribe to engineer. Like it's like, yeah. cause it's like, there's obviously such a complexity there that is probably an electrical engineering degree is like what is required. Right. And that to me is fascinating. Like people who get that, like call us, message us, call come us. on the show. <laughs> like, I'm like, I want to know how, like, they'll be like, you know, through a lot of confusing science, the electrons essentially are programmed to the back of your TV, the back of
2: your TV, like knows Based through um, like zeros and ones. In terms of like the information is traveling so fast that it can explain to a tiny little square of which there are thousands of them. Which color to it, it should be? Like which color it should be? <laughs> oh my god! Like it's crazy.
0: It's actually. The most incredible thing in the world. (laughs) So it's just like, okay, we need to all... We're
2: so stupid. No, I don't mean stupid. I just mean like, we're having this revelation. Just being like, electricity (laughs) is amazing. (laughs) Is insane, but also,
0: hopefully everyone else can relate. So if anyone asks you what is electricity, you say, amazing. (laughs) So, okay, a solar panel. Here we go. Okay. It's also such a visual thing that we're going to do our best to explain it. But a solar panel in essence, is made most of the time of silicone. Now, silicone is like, usually it's made from sand. It's like melted down. It's a semiconductor. And you add hydrogen to the silicone to sort of like get it to the right, like kind of substance. But like in theory, when you're looking at them, you can be like in your head, like, okay, there's a bunch of silicone. (laughs) So what? is needed is a gradient like you we're needing electrons to flow in one direction in order for electricity to occur like we've just said that so what they do It's,
2: it's a missed opportunity that one direction didn't make a song about electricity you're right and they should
0: call and they would have had a direct current line yeah like, we're not an alternating current type boy we're directly to you direct current okay whatever anyway <laughs> um, okay, stop pulling the mic you're gonna flip the table yeah oh, now I'm pissed I'll flip the table <laughs> so in the solar panel there are two sides essentially and on one side there'll be something that part of the silicone that's quote unquote doped with something like phosphorus and then on the other side, there'll be a part of the solar panel that's doped with something <laughs> called boron. Why is it called dope? Because they call it doping because it's like you actually are just like adding this thing to the silicone. Almost like when you're doping, you're taking a drug. Weird. Like they're they called, they, they dope it. There's an N and a P side. You Weird. can dope with other things, but like phosphorus and boron are common ones.
2: I had no idea that, that I guess that word, probably means something specific yeah
0: it's yeah. so funny because a lot of time when they like show animations they show like a needle like doping like, like like as if they're like injecting <laughs> phosphorus but it's like okay so then what happens is photons which is the energy coming from the Sun hits these solar panels and because of the phosphorus and the silicone and the boron and the silicone electrons get pushed out of the boron and the phosphorus, Mm -hmm. but because of the gradient between those two semiconductors, all the electrons actually end up wanting to go to one side, towards the phosphorus side. Okay. And then on the other side are these things called holes. Now holes are very confusing. Holes essentially are places. Not to confuse with the movie, holes. Yeah, or like Great a hole, film. like your <laughs> butthole. Not to be confused with your butthole. Holes are places where electrons can go. But essentially the photons force electrons in one aspect of the solar panel and holes in the other. Okay. And then what electrons naturally wanna do is fill in the holes. Now they want to go to the holes Mm -hmm. and what solar panels are able to do is when those electrons are moving down to the hole, which is like the law, according to the laws of nature, what they want to do based on the physics, they capture them like and when they're moving, they take that energy and and that movement and on mass because this is happening. So like there's so many cells in a solar panel on mass, you're getting a bunch of electrons moving in one direction that they harness as electricity. (sighs) I just don't understand who figured this out. Exactly, who the hell figured this out. And why are we not like this is the like like, like anyone who thinks solar panels like why aren't don't cool I don't know their name like <laughs>
2: yeah. Maybe a lot of people do in I think maybe like many people who like do. <laughs> do you think people like do? Like was their name solar? Yeah. <laughs> was it Lord? <laughs> um, that's really cool. I don't know that I ever fully understood that and even now I'm like I still don't know if I do, but it's very cool that we can capture sunlight, which makes sense. You know, you feel it on your skin. You're like, this is energy. Yeah, like this is obviously
0: busting around some like,
2: elect- like I can see it yeah, busting around electrons in a solar panel. It's giving, like it's like yeah, obviously powerful. Yeah, um, so use it. So the coolest.
0: So that's sort of how electricity and solar panels like work. One of the most important things to know about solar panels is that their efficiency is increasing. So like when we think about fossil fuels, we have reached the limit of the efficiency of burning coal. We have reached the limit for the efficiency of fossil fuels. Like they're not a type of thing that we can get more out of them. Like more energy, for example. We know how they work. We've been using them for years. They're ruining the environment. They're ruining our future like lives on this planet. We know that. When it comes to solar panels, wind energy, a lot of these green energies, what's so exciting is that their efficiency is increasing. They're not these things that have plateaued in any way. Like you said, with battery technology, we can figure out how to like store more energy. Like I was just reading about how they found this mineral perovskite, which is in Russia. And when they mix that with the silicone, all of a sudden they're getting this these crazy efficiency numbers that they've never had before. So it's mm-hmm. like solar panels are the ones on our roof in like five years, there's going to be even better versions of harnessing the energy. Whereas if we're thinking about fossil fuels, you're done, bud. You're cut. There's (laughs) there's nowhere to go. There's no physical law of nature. There's no physics left to harness any more of this energy, which is another reason why we need to be switching over and learning more about these new renewable energies because there's so much more potential, no pun intended, like potential energy.
2: Yeah. I mean, how do you suppose is the best way to go about this because obviously putting solar panels on our home was expensive and I only say that because we're privileged and lucky enough to be able to afford yeah, that. Yeah, we should talk about that. Um, and decided, you know, we want to do this. It'll make us feel good and we'll be happy and proud of it. But I would not expect most people to like one and necessarily upfront that like over the long run yeah. we'll probably get money back over the like 25 years that they can last on a roof assuming everything goes well and you know what i mean like yeah they don't so get like, destroyed let's explain that the like financial aspect so it
0: is definitely not cheap and the value that they have on our home right now a justification we paid for it flat out to put them on our home was that if we ever tried to sell our home it would increase our home's value by more than what they cost. So like okay. because technically someone moving into this home now right.
2: has their energy paid wouldn't for wouldn't have to for, pay for energy. Yeah, because we're like you can also have them installed and pay like a monthly fee. And it's as kind as of funny cuz to in
0: Toronto if you think about the housing market like that is a very enticing thing. Like you go, here's this house and you, there's no ener- there's no electricity bill because your solar right. panel, like you can see how the crazy way the housing market works, that could make your right. house go Stand up so out. much more in value than what it costs. But the other way that you do it is kind of like a, is like a cell phone plan in Canada where... It's like a lease to own, basically. Yeah, you, you pay it off every month for 25 years. With interest. With interest, but that ends up being more than your electricity bill. So that was when I was kind of like, if you do it that way, you are fronting money for the environment. Like you are taking a cost for the environment. And I just, it's frustrating because it's like, it would be so sweet if it was cheaper.
2: There are, and obviously it's different all around the world. There are incentives to do this. Um, We currently live in a place where the conservative government got rid of any incentive for... Uh, green energy including like buying a tesla the government here used to give you like 10 or 15 thousand dollars off i think that's gone so we did it at a time retrofitting buildings to be green yeah but we so we did this at a time where we didn't really get a crazy benefit from it but there might be better times for other people when uh, different governments in power who will subsidize or give you money back if you install solar panels or have a like a electric vehicle for example so this leads to political well if
0: you live in canada do not vote for the conservative government they are (laughs) they are anti-science they They literally changed it it's crazy yeah they got rid of the incentives for people to have solar panels because they want to continue to extract oil because they're funded by fossil fuel companies like yeah it's very
2: simple and they make it seem like oh well this is free money we're giving away but it's like the a fossil fuel industry is already subsidized. Subsidized. The agriculture the industry. Government. Like these there's already so much money in places like even when you're comparing um sort of like better for the environment foods versus like meat so like meat alternatives or like milk alternatives they're more expensive because they're not subsidized in the same way yeah and it's not really an even playing field and i understand like it's actually it's complex it's happened over the course of decades there might be reasons to support economies to keep those economies strong that they subsidize it but it is sad when you see a government come in and try and add roll, those subsidies and then another one come in and just roll ditch them them when that's so yeah. clearly the future
0: too. Exactly. It's like they not only are they not a conservative government or like a Republican government, if you're American and you can go, it's sadly just a weird division that exists across a lot of democracies. These more right-wing people who are more, who have more interest in like big companies, for example, or the fossil fuel industry, The fact that they came in and rolled back the work that the people before did to create green energy is like the most sadistic part. It's one thing to just like not Not do it, it, but it's another to roll it back. The fact that we are now paying more for solar panels on our house and the solar panel companies are actually just like under the assumption that a government that isn't conservative Becomes elected, you'll start to see more financial benefits for your solar panels. You might start to even make money off the grid mm-hmm. if you produce yeah, more places, energy than you use. Some but they're like actually but we can't pay do that you
2: now. if you make more energy then you consume right now because of our conservative government, that's not the case. So it, we will only ever like break even for now until that, you know, law gets changed. Yeah. Or regulation gets changed. It's crazy. Um, but like also, so one of the studies that I was looking into or the study that I'll talk about, it's pretty brief was just, you know, about the economy and about jobs. And there was like this mass, um, review, uh, research paper that just looked into, the effect that green energy will have on jobs, like mostly solar and wind. Um, because, you know, a lot of people say like, there's going to be so many jobs lost in the fossil fuel industry. Like mm-hmm. what is the impact of this? Which is fair. Just Which is fair. Talk. And that, that, is, that is a real that. conversation yeah. that needs to happen. Um, but basically they were looking at if we try to stay well under this, like two degrees Celsius temperature increase mm-hmm. by, investing in renewables what will be the impact and their main finding was that if we reach this we would increase energy section jobs by net 8 million by 2050 so by 2050 wow. there would be 8 million more jobs if we committed to the paris agreement global target that is that is why and that was primarily due to solar and wind technology that's so
0: interesting, and it makes sense. We
2: have to build these things. I'm absolutely terrified. There's a storm outside. There's a true. Our solar panels it, definitely aren't yeah, working right now.
0: I hope they don't <laughs> blow off. No, I'm kidding. They're really secured on. We're good. We love it. But uh, am like, I can hear the wind. It's getting scary. Yeah, it's ominous. But um, that is why the Green New Deal makes economic sense. I'm really like frustrated about this tension between like economics. And like against the green new deal when, when actually when you start to study what it is about, it is obviously about taking care of people who work in coal and taking care of people who work in the tar sands in Canada. And the way that you do that is you actually get them to start to work on these solar farms, to work on this wind energy, to help with hydro, which is like a big, huge part of the Ontario, for example, way that we've got energy. And there's so many people you can read all about them in Alberta who are working in the tar sands, who are like, we would love that. I don't want to be working with the thing that I know is ruining my kids future. Mm. Like that's not like, it's just like these it's, it's not super like it's not as divided. I feel like from, from like a, from, the or, sorry, yeah, from the worker perspective as work it's being group, yeah. told to us from pol- politicians and like big corporations.
2: I think it also just is the difference of long-term planning. It's similar to the pandemic where it's like, obviously it costs money to put research and funding into vaccines, virus, like spread, like prevention, like things that when you realize when it's too late and now there's a pandemic in it, had we done, and even Canada, like they got rid of the vaccine facilities, so we couldn't even make our own vaccines. Yeah, and now they're like, okay, I guess we're, I guess we'll make a vaccine facility. Yeah, we're like, hey, yeah. but of course <laughs> that, like, the reason it gets people get rid of it because they go cost money. Yeah, yes, this may cost money up front Of course, yes, it will developing new technologies, installing yeah. new technologies, training people to be in these sectors and in these industries costs money. But just like every day, it's like a new study comes out that's like it'll save billions of dollars. Yeah, you know, what I mean? it's kind well, of like healthcare in the first place where that you look at the States and you're like, it actually costs people more money to not have a universal health care system. It costs their country more money. This is just like, yeah, it's interesting that it comes from the angle from some people of like the economic side of things when it's like more and more, it's just overwhelming evidence that this is smart for
0: your country and better economically, better to create jobs. But yes, maybe right now will cost more money. It's like about foresight. And I was just, I'm just thinking that with like the grid I are like the when we're recording this in Louisiana is still down. Like, they don't have power. The infrastructure and cost that that is going to take to fix all of that is insane. New York, like, the cost of all of that flooding is insane so there is all of these municipalities where your taxpaying money is now going to just get you to back to where you were as opposed to making things better it's literally the
2: definition of a band-aid solution exactly why don't you prevent the injury in the first place yeah and (laughs) it's
0: it is a little abstract to be like preventing the injury is solar panels it is wind energy it is retrofitting houses to be more efficient it is weaning ourselves off of fossil fuel it is nuclear energy it's all these things but like we're screaming. The scientists are screaming. Like, people are screaming. There's politicians who have brilliant Green New Deal plans that make sense. And it's just so frustrating because it just feels like there's so much political garbage that gets in the way of a very clear issue. And no longer am I going to allow an economics person to tell me otherwise based <laughs> on what I've read. And I'm just like, explain to me how you're going to pay for all the damage from climate change. Like, Right. Like, just explain to me that because, like, because they're like, well, maybe. Well,
2: you have to understand there's vested interest that a lot of people aren't willing to disclose. Of course, people who run oil companies and oil rigs are like, yeah, I don't fucking care about the future. They're like, but I can make money right now. I know. Like, it's not always (sighs) the same people. The people who are fighting and have power are often people with a ton of money and that they're able to influence others i do think you're right when you say like most average people want to not harm the environment if they could snap their fingers and we'd be fully on renewable energy on a planet where we're not destroying the planet would do it but there are a lot of people with a lot of money and power invested to not have that happen
0: because i think about canada a lot as like a like a horribly hypocritical country because of the tar sands like we, I always try and think about that. Like, okay, if all of a sudden we just shut off the tar sands, that's a big chunk of our like economy, economy that mm-hmm. is now gone. But I'm like, okay, but we need to put a date in the future where we say they're done then. right. And now we have to start creating the tent poles that make us get there in order to save money in the future from climate change that's going to affect Canada. Like Germany's starting to do it with coal. They have some like really amazing like plans, plans <laughs> to get off of coal. I'm like I oh, will see it, but like they're they're putting in the work to get it done, and that's a part of their political conversation and people are now coming around to it. I'm like in Canada, we need to start talking about those dates. And when you see in our politicians right now, everyone's too afraid to say that because they're worried about getting votes in Alberta. They're worried about okay. losing votes in Alberta because but I'm
2: there's a like, lot of people who whose jobs would be affected yeah. but, but that's, that's why I'm like, it's important change. to make it clear well there's yeah. two things one it is like yes if we could snap our fingers we would do it but I think a lot of people acknowledge yes let's make sure we're looking out for the people who will be negatively affected exactly there that's are lots of people whose like, lives will day, be changed yeah. yes and, and
0: how do you entice those people to keep their vote by securing jobs them. for them and yeah. there's ways you can do that there's people who have written and studied this and talked about plans. And I just like wonder if there's like a politician out there, the AOC of Canada, which we desperately need (laughs) who can like, just like articulate this. well.
2: Yeah. But even still with someone like AOC, think of that's one person in all of America. I know there's more than just her, but it's like, she can't get, that much done on the country scale. Yeah, I know. Um, but obviously, she's a really important voice and someone that people yeah, look to. or Bernie. And, yeah, there are people who, like, really use them as figures to represent a movement. Um, I mean, we're, I've never, like, personally it's become so apparent in my own day-to-day life, the impact of climate change more and more. It's like like this summer, I saw the storm hitting right now. And it's like, who knows? You know (laughs) what I mean? Like could flood union station. Like this summer, I, there was like three or four times where I was like, my lungs are actually affected because there was so much smoke, not only from Northern Ontario, but also from like literally the other side of the country blowing over here. The sun was like blood red. You could look at it with your eyes because it was so smoky. It's just like those things didn't happen. And I think more and more people are, are waking up. Yeah, they are. But it's just unfortunate because it's actually like 20 years ago, this was predicted. Yeah. I mean, more than 20 years. But even 20 years ago, they were going, you know, 2020, things are going to be a little worse. And then 2035, things are going to be worse. And by 2050, there's going to be 100 million I like know. climate refugees. And it's like, when will people actually be like, oh, shit, those predictions are probably going to be pretty accurate. The
0: emotional aspect of people understanding climate change is so important, which is why I really feel like things are shifting because of that personal relationship to it. Like regard i can most i'm a north american so i like get my media from north america but it feels like every part of the of north america is affected like currently mm-hmm. we have these crazy fires in northern ontario that people probably don't even know about in america because they're too busy figuring out like the well, what california just fires. Did to them, <laughs> oh, the what the yeah. fires are doing like to a the drought smoke. And the- <laughs> the, yeah it's just like yeah droughts floods like everyone has their own relationship to an acute very physical thing that sadly is how humans work. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, I actually have a lot of hope right now because I feel
2: like people can't deny it. Sort of it. I'm waking up. Like, it. Yeah, it's like the Western world is starting to feel these implications. Which there is are other so parts of the world that have the been num- feeling it. Yeah, yeah,
0: they're like, but they're like, you guys are making all of the emissions of CO2. <laughs> yeah. So can y'all freaking get the hint? But I really when I we would go to LA, I was like, I could not believe the smoke and the haze. Throughout California when we travel like every like, day. Like every day. And I yeah. was just like, This is so sad. I'm so happy to when live. When we first got there, I honestly was like, My lungs feel different. Yeah, I feel like I'm breathing in smoke every day. It's it's wild. And you wake up in the morning and you're like why is it feel like it's 4 p.m.? Oh, oh my, my God. God. The door shut.
2: <laughs> that scared me so much. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Oh, my God. It's like Mother Nature's listening. It's like, you're on to me. I'm going to shut you. Spooky.
2: Oh, my God. That scared me. <laughs> I saw it closing, but I was like, yeah. Was not.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, like you wake up in the morning in L.A. and you're like is it a cloudy day and it's like no by 1 p.m the sun shines through like that was just like smoke in the way but i really was always so happy to live in toronto where we don't have that and then this summer we had that it looked like la (laughs) here It's
2: literally a hurricane outside right now not literally but i am like what's happening it's a storm it's a storm okay storms are normal storms are normal normal. it's not a hurricane
0: don't worry and if it was Anyways, we LA, Toronto looks like LA now because there's forest fires everywhere. And I just didn't
2: think that was like going to be a thing that happened in my life. On a hopeful note, it does feel like more and more people are excited to be engaged in this as they can, as things become more efficient. I know we're like not fans of like Elon Musk, but at least like more and more people are excited about electric vehicles or hybrid vehicles. And I'm like, there's, there are, maybe they're not fast enough. Hopefully they're going to be faster, but changes to society that at least are becoming more widespread where we live. Yes. And don't vote for the conservative
0: government ever in Canada (laughs) because they made it harder for us to get solar panels. But the solar panels that we have, I feel like with uh, the financial situation we were in, we got to be on the precipice of it and even doing it, like working with the people. I was like, they're learning more. Like it's just going to become more normal. Everyone on our street was like so excited. They want to talk about how to do it. Like there is a motivation there Right now, there's a financial cost to putting them on your house. Not a huge one, but there is one. I think in the future with properly elected officials, there will become an incentive to put solar panels on your house. Mm -hmm. And that's a future that I'm excited about. And I'm also just like happy to be on the precipice of it and help people even like understand that it is possible even though I thought we had a battery on our home and we don't
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're still learning ourselves uh, yeah no there's lots of cool stuff to happen and it should as we always say it's not the responsibility of individuals I do think it's cool that in- individuals can get excited and get involved but ultimately we have to be like there are bigger polluters than any of us combined you know yeah. I think they oh, I saw some uh, I'm not gonna yeah, say a stack was like tax oh, <laughs> was there's like x amount of oh, never mind they compared it to like the uk germany and whatever combined in terms of as much energy as they use and there was like 20 plants that are doing more than that in terms coal, of their fossil fuels yeah I gotta, I gotta look at my stats i just saw it casually today i was like that just made me think of that yeah it's like we gotta stick it to the man and we just have to stop burning
0: fossil fuels it's really simple mm. it honestly is okay wow Thank you all so Was much. Was it an for angry listening. podcast? Like I think so. It always is when we when we're talking about like climate change. Like at a certain point, like I know I should have hope, but I'm angry. Yeah, I
2: am angry. I am. Yeah, like angry. drastic, more drastic change needs to happen. Yeah. and I think that is on the level of like government, government, government. and that, corporations take that step.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, anyways. we Obviously, this is side note podcast. You're going to hear more and more about this. We, we always end up talking about this even when we're talking about, like, farts. We get, we end up being like, farts is energy, and energy is like, did you know that we need to tax the rich in order to pay for a green new deal? Uh, but thank you so much for listening. Uh-huh. Look into solar panels in whichever area you live. There might be some epic you know funding especially if you live in somewhere like scandinavia i assume (laughs) but then they have like half the year where there's no light yeah Um, and don't vote for the conservatives don't vote for republicans (laughs) that's greg saying that So come for me if you want to well i'm saying that too okay (laughs) just making sure (laughs) vote
2: conservative (laughs) oh my god don't no i'm not saying that that. there was literally (laughs) a conservative was like a viral thing in I think it was in Toronto because someone had a conservative sign and two Nazi flags outside of their house. Oh my God. And the Confederate flag. I was like, you're in the wrong country. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) And in the wrong existence and reality. Yeah. Goodbye. Take a big nap. Oh, thanks for listening. Peace. (laughs) Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place
3: to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.